Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, a bold cup this morning. I'm enjoying a cup, and that's what we do here on this podcast. We celebrate the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ, and we drink a really good cup of coffee. It's Jesus and coffee, coffee and Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. We've been uh, on a series talking about forgiveness We started off with talking about God's forgiveness of us, the once and for all forgiveness that we had. So I would encourage you to go back if you missed any of those episodes. Uh, And when we talked about some questions that come up uh, that have been taken out of context regarding forgiveness and things like that. So I would encourage you to to follow up on those uh, if you missed any of that. But today I want to shift into forgiving other people now because, and I titled this episode, One of the most freeing things you will ever do as a Christian is to choose to forgive. It's probably going to be the most challenging thing that you will may ever do, but it's also one of the most freeing things because the opposite of that is one of the things that keeps more people in bondage is unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, resentment, uh, an attitude of revenge or getting back or whatever for another person or persons for what they have done to us in our lives, which is in some ways understandable because they've really hurt us. And yet God, the imitation from God, because of what we received from him that we did not deserve and could never earn or strive or pay for, he paid the price for that. He forgave us. So now out of gratitude, then we actually are forgiving people. That's part of our new identity, which I didn't understand for so long. So what? how is this even possible? How are we even able to forgive? I'm going to go through some scriptures, but I really truly believe that this is one of the biggest areas that the enemy keeps people in bondage to. And we, get, and we start saying things like, well, I'll, I'll never be able to forgive that, or I don't know if I'll be able to forgive that. And in your own resources, in your own power, in your own strength, you won't. Uh, but unforgiveness, I think, keeps more people in bondage. And when we, st- when we start talking about addiction, too, I- I've just seen this, that that can be one of the core roots of of this because of past p- pain that we've experienced, uh, trauma, traumatic events, maybe abuse, well, who knows, all kinds of things, that someone wronged us. And so the reality is, is that in this life, we're going to be hurt by others, and we're going to hurt other people, but we're going to be hurt by others. And that's difficult to recognize. It's difficult to deal with, for sure. And so we're going to go through this, what forgiveness is and what it isn't, because there's a lot of misunderstanding around this. But that's one of the biggest ways that, that people that struggle with addiction also are living in is this, is, is, this, is this this bitterness, this unforgiveness, this I'll never be able to release this other person from what they did to me. And so it's it's a common struggle. There's no doubt about it. The pain that some, that something was done to us by someone, it can be great. I mean, we want them to hurt, right? We want them to feel what we felt, okay? Uh, we can even wish maybe that we have an attitude of like getting back at them, like we want revenge or or we want them to feel what we feel. And, and, and what actually happens when we do this is we are putting ourselves in prison. We don't realize this, but unforgiveness is not really at the core, even about the other person. I know that sounds harsh, but it's not. It's actually between 
us and God is where this comes down to. The, the, the prison that we're putting ourselves with the prison that we're being put in is the prison we're putting ourselves in. And we keep ourselves in bondage in our minds by thinking about, and we're so focused on what they did and how they hurt us, and it ends up leading to this anger and bitterness and resentment. And the remedy for anger and bitterness and resentment, the remedy, God's remedy, is forgiving, is forgiveness. Well, the reality is, is that you actually won't experience this full freedom uh, unless, unless you choose to forgive. It's, it, here's the thing, you're not going to feel like doing it. There isn't going to be any like feeling like it, okay? Um, feelings aren't going to, you know, we've talked about feelings a lot on, on, this, on this podcast, but feelings are neutral. So, and we'll get into like, like, like the feelings part of this, but forgiving others has nothing to do with how you feel because you're probably, in, especially in certain cases, you're never going to feel like forgiving someone for the hurt they cause. Um, that's why forgiveness is a choice. It's, a, it's actually an act of the will. Uh, not um, because you feel like it. So I want to I share these verses and then go back into that. It's Colossians 3.13. So again, keeping in mind what we talked about with the forgiveness that we've already received from God, the full forgiveness once and for all, he's already forgiven us. So it says this, Colossians 3.13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. It's Colossians 3.13. Ephesians 4.32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So in other words, Christ has forgiven us. The cross worked. We're fully and completely forgiven. So now that's who we are. That's actually part of our identity now. We're going to get into this. And so now out of that, then, then we are called, we're invited to release that forgiveness to other people. Okay, and again, it's not a feeling. It's a choice. It's an act of the will, okay, which is part of your soul, right? Mind, will, and emotions. Choosing to forgive actually releases you. We think it's about the other person. We're, I can never do this. The other person may not even know that they need forgiven, forgiven by you. They may not, may not even think they've done anything wrong to you. They may not have even admitted any guilt in the situation. That's why forgiveness is always about, most of the time, it's always about you. It's always about you because it's the prison of bitterness and resentment that people live in that keeps them locked into this into this bondage of unforgiveness. You forgive to release yourself. You forgive to release you. The other person, again, may not even ask for it, may not even realize it, and that's why you forgive. So you can And you can live your life again, like just so much bondage. And I'm not saying this is easy. God describes it as simple, but it's not easy. Things that are simple are not always easy. It will probably be, like I said, the most the, the most challenging, hardest thing you'll ever do, but also the most liberating, the most freeing thing you will do in this in this life. And here's the reality of this: this does not mean in any way to deny any pain. No way. God knows how you feel, how what you went through. Okay, uh, He knows how much you hurt. I mean, think about Jesus. He says some amazing words when he was on the cross. All right, here, the, here these people are. They're beating him. He he did nothing. He did nothing to warrant being put on the cross. Did nothing, and yet he's hanging there on the cross, and he says these amazing words to God, his Father. He says, "Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing." That's in Luke twenty-three. I mean, he he knows. 
he knows that what's going to happen is, um, and, and here's the thing, as we choose to forgive, then he is the one that's going to begin to heal our minds from that bitterness, from that resentment, because that's where it lives. It lives in our minds. Okay. Uh, for, and, and so here's the Greek translation of forgiveness, what it is. It's, it's um, to release from bondage or imprisonment. <laughs> so when you forgive, again, you're releasing yourself from the bondage of unforgiveness and bitterness. And so we, we, we certainly need to know that because we have Christ living in us, because we now have an attitude of gratitude about the cross and what that accomplished for us and our sins, then we have this gratitude, we have this thankfulness of the forgiveness we've received from him. We certainly can choose to forgive, not of our own resources, not of trying really hard or, oh boy, I got, I got to do this because you know, God's telling me to do it. No, it's, we actually, we won't be able to forgive by trying really hard or waiting until we feel like it. If you're waiting around till you're feeling, and honestly, the timing may not be right. There's people that aren't, you're not going to be ready for it at times. And so that's okay because God's still going to be calling you to do this. Um, but, but trying really hard, waiting until we feel like it, isn't going to be able to, that's not going to produce forgiveness in us. It actually comes when we realize that forgiving is what a new creation does because it's who you are. You are a forgiven person, brother and sister in Christ. You have already been forgiven. That's your identity as a forgiven person. So now we are forgiving. That's who you are. You actually want to do it. Here's the thing. You want to do it. You aren't going to feel like doing it. God, because now you're this new creation, what Christ has done for you, he is inviting you to release this forgiveness to other people. You actually want to do it. Why? Because not because you feel like it, not because what the other person did was was good or didn't hurt or didn't cause a lot of great harm in you. This has nothing to do about denying any of that. Please hear me in that. Um, but it has everything to do with the fact that you are already a forgiven, holy, righteous, new creation saint who is fully capable of choosing to forgive because now it's your identity to do so. It's in your nature. It's who you are. When you know who you are, when you know you're a forgiven person, you want to release that and give that away because it, it just it's, it's because it's for you. It's for you more than anything else. And the truth is now your your new identity is that. It's 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 again who you are, just as, as Ephesians says, because be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ Jesus has also forgiven you. So why why should why should we forgive others? Well, that's the first part of it, it's because it's who we are now. It's that that new creation identity that you have is a forgiven person. So that's that's it. We, with with Christ living in us, living His life in and through us, we can actually choose to forgive, and we actually have a desire to forgive. I know you're like Matt. You're crazy. How can we have a desire to forgive? Well, because we have the desires of Christ now in us. We have the new heart, the new creation, His life in us. He desired to forgive us all the way to the cross. So guess what? We actually have this desire in us because it's His desire. And we forgive even when someone doesn't deserve it because the bottom line is no one's ever going to deserve to be forgiven. We didn't deserve forgiveness at all. We didn't deserve forgiveness at all. Um, and we say we want justice. <laughs> Do we really want justice? Because if we say we want justice, then none of us would deserve to be in heaven. None of us would deserve to be in heaven. 
A lot of this anger comes from this injustice that we think we've, all of us have committed injustices to other people. So we say we want justice, but do we really want justice? Because if that were the case, then we would be the ones that would have to pay a price that we can never pay. Jesus was the only one that could pay that price because he never sinned. He took our sin. It's, It's a powerful thing, and yet this is just such a freeing and liberating thing. Um, The Bible actually says that Christ died for us while we were still sinners. I mean, imagine that. He didn't wait for us to get ourselves cleaned up, get our act together. No. So he's inviting us to forgive because he knows, God knows, that this is how more people stay in bondage than any other way. And that lie that, that I can never forgive or I'm not able to forgive is not true because you've actually got the forgiveness of God living in you got his life in you. We have received this forgiveness from God through Jesus' sacrifice at the cross. We can look to the cross because we are a forgiven people so that we can now release that forgiveness to others. It makes sense actually now to forgive because Jesus forgave us. And again, I'm not saying this is going to be hard. Here's where we get into the feelings part of this. The feelings are real. The hurt you went through is real. The trauma, the experience, the abuse, the divorce, the betrayal, the stabbing in the back, the gossip, the whatever that may be. I mean, just all of it. I mean, I've gone through some hurtful things in my life from people, from individuals, and it's forgiveness is something that honestly I've just had to work through. I've had to allow, because number one, I didn't fully understand God's forgiveness, once I, once I began to actually, that's why I started with God's forgiveness first, because when we have a greater understanding of God's forgiveness, it totally just uh, gives us a paradigm shift in our mind about how we're to forgive others. Because if I'm still doubting God's forgiveness, that he's really forgiven me, of course I'm going to be withholding forgiveness from other people because I still believe maybe God's withholding forgiveness for me. Until I get my act together, until I remember all my sins, until I confess them all or ask, and we, we went through all that. And so, just as I, as as my understanding grew, as my maturity and growth, and the Holy Spirit revealed this complete once and for all forgiveness that I had, that I have in Christ, that it actually freed me up to to give that away, to release that away to people who have hurt me. And, I'm, and it's still a work in progress, but we can choose in the moment, to release these people. Not expecting anything in return. Remember, it's for ourselves. It's releasing ourselves from anything we think someone owes us. Anything we think someone owes us. And so, yes, it's going to be hard. The hurt is real. Um, Sometimes we think that if we give this forgiveness away, the other person's going to keep doing it again, and they might. They might. Um, That's the truth. That's a hard truth to reconcile. But again, we're still to forgive. Um, We don't want them to hurt us. If this is something where it's in a relationship with you, then there may have to be some boundaries that are put in place. That uh, if it's someone really close to you, for example, there may have to be some boundaries put in place in this situation because you're still choosing to forgive them. But that is, And and we're going to get into this forgiveness and trust here in a minute because those are two totally separate things. But you still can choose to forgive. But you don't want them to hurt you again. Uh, but we have this forgiveness, again, in our in our new spiritual DNA, our new spiritual 
identity that is there. And so if we continue to hold on to that unforgiveness, there will be this battle. And I'm, I'm going to say that some of the battle here in the mind is, is, is such, is so huge when it comes to this unforgiveness. You want to know what the battle is? It's that. It's because, it's because we're holding on to resentment and bitterness, and God's asking us to release it. <clears throat> God's asking us to give it to him. Freedom comes. Freedom comes when we release them from the debt that we think they owe us. Our sin owed a great debt, for the wages of sin was death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Here's when we know we've forgiven someone, because people ask, well, Matt, Matt, how do I know? Well, you'll start experiencing this peace. You'll have this peace in the soul. You'll think of even the other person differently. Um, And these choices may need to be continually. The first time you choose to forgive, you may be gritting your teeth the whole time. I forgive this, right? You mean, I, I'm, I'm laughing, but not really, because, yeah, it's hard. Uh, I'm, I'm choosing to forgive this person, God. Uh, wow. You know, and, 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 and we choose to do it over and over again. Um, but I want to get into this part now, because don't confuse forgiveness with trust. Two completely different things. To forgive someone does not mean you trust them. Okay, remember, forgiveness is a choice. It has nothing to do with your feelings. It's instant. Here it is. Okay, this is what it's instant. It's free. It releases you from the bondage of bitterness. Trust is none of these things. Trust is earned. Trust has to be gotten back, especially if you're thinking about what's thinking about a marriage situation or with, with, with an addiction within marriage. If someone has cheated on someone or even with a porn addiction or whatever, trust, someone can choose to forgive the other person, but that does not mean that they trust them yet. That's going to have to be worked for between other people. Okay. Um, it's not going to be, it's, it's not going to be just, it's not going to come right away at all. So forget, don't confuse forgiveness with trust. Oh, so I choose to forgive them. That means that no, I trust them. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that re- and here's the bottom line. Also, forgiveness does not mean that reconciliation will happen either. That may be the goal or it may not. But sometimes you just have to choose to forgive someone and you may never see them again in your entire life and that relationship may not ever be reconciled. That's where you have to just give that to God and say, God, you're going to do with that what you need to do. I'm, I'm still going to choose to forgive. That, and and that's, that's hard, right? Because maybe you want that relationship to be reconciled. If it's with a parent or with a friend or with a sibling or with a spouse or I don't know, fill in the blank. Who is that for you? That maybe you've, cho- you've chosen to forgive them, and you, but you want reconciliation and restoration and it, doesn't, it hasn't happened yet. And it may not happen. It may not happen. Um, and that's hard. That's a hard reality to face. We need to admit that, that that's hard, but that's also not so, but, but that should not be the basis for our forgiveness. In other words, I'll only forgive them if we can reconcile. No, we choose to forgive even though trust may not be there and reconciliation and restoration may not be there. I hope that makes sense. So here are a few, I want to go ahead. Um, and, and again, I, I've said this before, you know, why, why are some Christians... It's why is it hard to to forgive? I think one of the big things is because we've not really understood God's forgiveness, and so what happens is then we become very judgmental and critical, right? And this can happen. I mean, right? We we it's it's the story in Matthew eighteen 
where um, this this man he's confronted he's confronted by his master about his debt. He has he has this debt. And he replies, "I will pay it back." Well, was he going to pay him back? No. It was a debt he couldn't pay, okay? If you read the story in Matthew 18, uh, toward the end there, um, what was his problem? Well, he resisted and never actually received the forgiveness his master had offered him. His master had offered to forgive the debt. That is why he could go, that's why. But then, that's why he could go out and have his fellow servant thrown into prison for the small debt that he owed him. This is what he This is what he does. This is his story, right? And so... Here's the bottom line is what we don't think we have, we can't give to others. If I don't think I have the full and complete forgiveness from God, I really can't give that away to others. That's why it's so important to understand that, well, of God's forgiveness first and foremost. And we believe that that's the problem. I believe that's the problem that's kept so many people, so many Christians in bondage is because of this judgmental and critical attitude um, because they've never actually truly believed um, God's complete forgiveness. Um, so I would ask you of that. Is that is that true of you? Have you had a misunderstanding or just a doubting of what God's forgiveness is? Um, and you might you might say, well, I know I'm forgiven, but do you believe it's total and complete? It's once for all that there's nothing more you need to do about it? I mean, it's, 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 and here's one of the ways that you can, you can identify this. Here's a really great way is do you accept yourself as you are right now? Here's the bottom line. And this is statistics have actually shown this 90% of Christians, when they're asked that question, 90%, nine out of 10 say no. Okay. So now if God accepts you as you are, he's forgiven you as you are, and yet you don't accept yourself because you, I guess, have a different basis of acceptance than God does, then his basis for accepting you is the cross, is Jesus Christ. But you may be looking at all kinds of things, your performance, your addictions, your sins, your failures, your lack of spiritual disciplines, or all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing, in order to accept yourself just the way you are, you must look to the cross and know that you are completely accepted by God and totally forgiven. This is how, because people ask me, well, well how, how do I forgive myself? This is how you do it. Because I, I don't really see anywhere in Scripture where it says you need to forgive yourself. It's actually forgiving yourself is to focus on what the forgiveness that you already have in Jesus Christ. Because then that comes, then you accept yourself as who you are. And so to forgive yourself is simply to receive his forgiveness because you're already forgiven, to accept yourself as you are because you're the new creation, to believe that this is true. It's a powerful thing, and yet I think that's what keeps so many of us from, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end here about some what, what, is, what is forgiveness not and what it is, but, but that's what keeps so many people locked in is they really have not fully embraced what the complete forgiveness of God is. So here's here's a few things that forgiveness is not. We've already mentioned a few. I want to end, I want to end this here. But forgiveness is not excusing or explaining away someone's sin or behavior. It's not minimizing it. It's not saying what they did didn't hurt you or, or it's none of that. Okay. Um, forgiveness is not trying to stop feeling angry or hurt. Okay. You've probably already been really good at that. We're really, we get really good at suppressing our emotions. Okay, denial of emotions only brings bondage. Okay, so denying the anger, denying the hurt does no good. It's what we do with it, it's what we do with the anger that ultimately is where this can take us. 
Okay, forgiveness is not forgetting. Okay, this is where God's forgiveness is different. He says he remembers our sins no more. He's forgotten our sins as far as the east is from the west. Well, we're not God. We don't forget. So forgiving someone doesn't mean that you're going to forget. Here's the bottom line. You may have buried something that happened in your life so long ago. You may have buried it for so long, and you've refused to talk about it, and you've closed that door in your soul for so long. You've locked the key and thrown it away. You refuse to talk about it, but the reality is it's eventually in some way, and maybe it already has, it's going to come out. It's going to come out in some way, in some form, in some reaction, in some memory, in some circumstance that happens. It's going to, it's going to come out. And if it's not dealt with, it's not, let, it's not healed, again, history can't be changed, but the healing of what happened to us can sure happen. And a lot of times that healing comes through forgiveness, comes through forgiveness. So what what actually is forgiveness? Well, forgiveness is choosing to release another person or persons from a debt you believe they owe you. It's an act of the will. But forgiveness is not primarily about the other person. I've kind of mentioned this. It's, it's really about you. You choose to forgive to release yourself from the bondage of bitterness and resentment. And then forgiveness, as I just mentioned, is focusing on the complete forgiveness and acceptance you have in Christ. The cross took care of everything to give you, to bring you complete forgiveness. He accomplished what was necessary to forgive you. His blood did the job. It's forgiven you completely. He's not going back to the cross. It worked. It's finished. Now, as you choose to focus on his forgiveness, then guess what? You can release this forgiveness to others with the forgiveness that you've received from him. You don't have to fake it. God's not asking you to fake it. Well, I don't really, I don't really want to forgive, but God, you're telling me to forgive, so here it goes. No, he's at, you've become a forgiven person. That's part of your new identity, so now you give it away. Forgiven and forgiving is who you are in Christ. And then lastly, forgiveness is an act of faith. It's believing that you can choose to forgive. It's resolving to live with the outcome. And that's, oh man, that's hard. Let me say that again. It's resolving to live with the outcome. Whether whether reconciliation happens or not, whether restoration happens or not, whether the other person even receives the forgiveness or even, you know, um, I've had I've had to write forgiveness letters in my life and I've never given them to the other person. And part of my in part of my coaching and counseling, I have I have guys do that. They may not even ever give that letter away, but they've written that forgiveness letter, and ooh, it's so freeing. It's so freeing. You may not even ever give it away. It's and that's the thing is, it's res, it is resolving to live with the outcome because Christ in you is enough, and you chose to trust that He will heal you. Again, how do you know if this has happened? Uh, you have peace. You experience God's healing. There's freedom. There's this this release. You feel this like weight of bitterness and anger and resentment. Just kind of yeah. There's going to be scars. There's going to be scars. The damage was done. There will be there's, sin has consequences. This has nothing to do with what was done to you. It won't have con- it will, and that's very painful. There will be scars, but it will be well with your soul because you've allowed God to heal. You've dealt with it, and you've released this forgiveness. Um, so I would, I'm just going to challenge you here in the end. If, if this is something that you're struggling with, as we all do at times, whether it's pain, anger, frustration over something that has, was done to you, I'm going to I'm going to give you a prayer 
that you can practice as kind of just a template. You can use this. You can listen to this. You can use this as your own. You may need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, who is it? Reveal to me. Maybe you think you've forgiven some other person, but then something comes up. And you're like, what's this all about, God? What is what, what is this here? And, and so um, take it to the Lord. And then I'm going to give you a little prayer here as we're going to end today. Um, and it simply says this. says, um, Father, you, you know how much pain I'm in. This person uh, has hurt me, and, and you know it. But I know, Jesus, that you forgave me for all my sins, and I, I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for the cross. Because of what you have done, Jesus, and because of your life in me, I choose to release this person and forgive them. Give me the grace to do this completely, um, and not carry any bitterness towards this person. Jesus, thank you for my forgiveness and the peace I have in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, this, is, this will be the most freeing thing you do. And, and so just to leave you with this is if there is someone in your life that you are struggling to forgive, take it to the Lord. Take it to the Lord. If it's causing you anger and causing you bitterness and causing you this, this attitude of, just resentment, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep eating you up for a period of time where it's not going to allow you to fully experience the freedom that you already have in Jesus Christ. Forgiveness is possible, not out of trying harder or out of mustering up the feelings to get all the way you want them to, but to ultimately trusting the forgiveness that you already have through Jesus Christ, that that's enough. That's enough. And you can choose to forgive because of how he has forgiven you. And just thank him for it. Thank him for his forgiveness. Thank him for releasing you from the debt that you owe, forgiving, putting his life into you. So now because his life is in you, that's who you are. You are a forgiven person and you have a desire to forgive others. That's apart from your feelings. That's apart from any of that, that you actually want to forgive because that's who you are now in Christ. Well, I hope that encourages you. Please reach out to us. Uh, We'd love to hear any feedback you have. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would help encourage uh, encourage, uh, us. Also, share this podcast with other people. That's also a way we get the word out about this. We have a couple of resources available uh, that we'll leave a note for in the description. Thank you so much for joining us today. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.